The Dark Side of Eve, Chapter 21 Power for Woman Previously on The Dark Side of Eve Anne committed suicide. Now Farah and Kathleen try to rescue her. Episode 63 Another two years had passed as Farah announced her first visit to Venus. She travelled with a giant cottage. Soldiers, officers, scientists and many professions more were joining the journey. Thirty ships flew around Farah's Linda. It was a stunning view. Anna of der Rent was one of them, Eve noticed on an internal list. We will see what happens, Eve told herself while she was walking to the first celebration. They had meetings and chats, but Eve saw Anna just from far away. She was always behind Farah, but more like a shadow, and Eve forgot about her. There was so much to do that Eve really couldn't think about everybody. If she had a wish, she could ask. Anna was a professional since ages. She knew how to handle this. While Farah was talking to Eve, while they had a meeting with parts of the staff, the fellow travelers of Farah controlled every part of the planet. Energy, education, architecture, and so on. Eve, who was still insecure in her position, tried to consider the thoughts of her staff. Did they answer and present it in a good way? Eve worried, but didn't show this to Farah, and Farah didn't show her, that she saw all this through her skills. Then the unexpected happened. Three days were already over, when Eve had a late guest. Eve was tired of all the chats, conferences and discussions this night. Even though many people worked for her to organize the meetings, she as an arbitress had to be present all the time. Her staff did a good job. Everybody was satisfied, but nevertheless, it was stressful for Eve to be the host. This evening, she had her first few hours off duty. She sat on her sofa and was happy that nobody needed her. Farah wanted to do something private tonight. Eve knew what that would mean and informed Gordon to be in charge. She just had a second glass of wine as the servant asked her if she can receive a late guest, Anne of Darend. Sure she can come in. Eve wasn't happy to have a guest, but it was the rule to be polite, even arbitress or a member of the high staff ask for a talk. Anne was a tall and thin brunette woman. She bent her head down and hailed Eve in an official way. She put her hand on her heart and bent her head. At this moment Eve thought about General Mackenzie. It was a spontaneous thought, and she hoped Anna would be here because of him. They went to the private library, and Eve noticed that the large but noble room impressed Anna. Hundreds of books in a two-level high room, a fireplace and a balcony around higher shelves. Slowly, they sat on the sofa. The servant brought wine and left them. As he closed the door, Anna started talking. I am honored that I am allowed to speak to you, and I am very sorry to interrupt you in your private hours, but... I am under stress, and I have an urgent request that is under pressure. Please, feel free to talk. Thanks. Would you like some wine? Ah, yes, please. They took a sip of the wine, and Anna of Darren started again with her concern. It has been some time since I read a judgment of yours against one of my men, Jayan. I don't want to criticize your judge or the judgment itself. I just want to know how he is. He was always a loyal and good soldier and a nice man, too. His behavior is obviously judged correctly after the law. His crime also ruined my name, and I really would like to know what he did. 
Nice try, bitch, Eve thought. Anna drank her wine. She was nervous. Well, I will tell you what really happened. Anna looked surprised. Farah forced you to tell your husband to let Thomas escape. She blackmailed you with your son, the young captain, and now you feel sorry because of his bad fate. This is infamous! I would never act like this! Anna got up and made a few steps to the door. You did it. Not by free will, but you did it. The worst part is that Jahan is the one you love. I looked in your file. You always had a lot of men. You were a hard-headed mistress, and you judged without scruple. But Jahan was special. Even after the men were freed, he stayed at your side. You love him, and he loves you. He would do anything for you, and you knew this. I asked myself already for years what Farah has against you that you let go the one you love. Anna stopped at the door and turned around. You're right. Her voice was sad. Then sit down and let us find out what we can do. Anna sat down. Slowly and with a silent voice, she started to talk again. But Eve was not listening. Eve was distracted, thinking about why she was doing this. Her brain said, she wouldn't do this for you. Her soul said, she needs help against Farah. Help her. Her mind said, the arrogant mistress of the universe wouldn't spare you a look if you weren't an arbitress, so why do you care about her fate? Her soul said, because you don't like injustice. Her mind answered, nice try, but these women are so hard-headed, they don't care about justice. You cannot teach them to be more honorable. Her soul said, don't do it for her, do it for you. And this general, he doesn't deserve this. Her brain said, He's an adult, he knew what he would go through if he started a relationship with a woman like her. Eve's mind came back to the surface of reality, as Anna said, A long time ago, as I was in the military training, I was a friend of Farah. She was already an arbitress and fell in love with one of my colleagues. She became pregnant and it wasn't allowed. Not just the pregnancy or the relationship, the Starsphere didn't allow her any feelings to a man. She had to concentrate on her work only. She was a young woman like I was. We had needs and hopes and feelings. I became pregnant too. It was also forbidden because I was one of the leading women. I belonged to a high family and so we made a deal. A secret deal with a male doctor. It was impossible to go to a woman. The computer would have realized. I am not sure if you can understand the rules of these old times, but they would have thrown us out of the circle of power and leadership. None of us would have been able to carry that burden. It wasn't just the loss of power. Our families counted on us. The whole society did. We were the chosen ones. She sighed and drank a bit of her wine. Eve had listened carefully, and now she looked at Anna. When she looked back, Eve smiled. Here was no time to judge. These women really had had problems, and they tried the best to solve them. Well, they also wanted the career, and they started with these deals, bad deals and compromises, and it was already clear in the beginning that it couldn't go on forever. Why didn't the beings interrupt them? They must have noticed this. The men had a hospital down in the bunkers. There we went. Nobody checked us. Nobody saw us until we were in the right corridor. 
Farah's skills and the promise she gave to the doctor, well, a very young doctor, who made it happen, if he kept it as a secret, made it possible. He made the abortions, and our fates were connected forever. Farah supported me, and I promised never to tell anybody. If we had problems during the centuries, we solved them together. You understand what that meant. Well, also the fate of the young doctor changed. Farah supported him too. Clive? No, Gordon Mackenzie. That's why he was able to save you. Yes. He was there as far as was an enchantress. He knew the poison and how it works. I forgot about him, my mistake. Otherwise I would have been dead now. It is good you are here. I am not sure, but I think it makes no difference now. They will judge me anyway. Who would save Jayen if you are gone? Yes, he doesn't deserve this fate. I know. Anna looked inquiring. I never thought he was guilty. Yes, it was too obvious. But nothing will change because Farah will not give in. She is never guilty, and when she tells all this to the Starsphere, they execute me. I had no choice, and Jahan knew this. He loves me more than his son, and I am embedded to him. You are right. My conscience didn't let me sleep since then. 